thank you to Kenneth Copeland Ministries for sowing the airtime for this broadcast. There's enough power in every sick room and in every hospital room to raise up that sick one that may be describing you. Yes, you yes. may be in a sick room. You may be in a hospital room. And I want to remind you, power is present. That power is there to do a work. Believe in what's present, not try to get something, but notice that he's already made it yours. It's present right where you're at. Say, I receive that power. I receive that power. I receive it right now. I receive it right now. From the top of my head. The top of my head. the soles of my feet. The soles of my feet. We're so glad you're with us today for Jesus the Healer. Thank you for taking the time to be with us. And know this, anytime we give to the Word, it pays rich dividends. Amen. Amen. We've been looking at this topic of wisdom. What is wisdom? It's the thoughts of God, the mind of God. And He wants us to know His thoughts. He wants us to have His wisdom. Listen, the Word tells us Christ has been made unto us wisdom. Amen. Amen. Who we are in Christ, that's the wisdom of God, isn't it? But we've been looking at some different aspects of connected to wisdom. And uh, we're going to pick up today. If you weren't able to watch previous episodes, go back and watch them because we say so many different things we're not able to repeat for time's sake. And so we don't want you to miss, miss it. But turn with me today in your Bible. Let's go to Proverbs chapter four and verse five. And I'm going to read out of the King James translation, Proverbs 4, verse 5, it reads, get wisdom. Mm -hmm. So when it tells us to get it, that means we could neglect getting it too. Right? Right? So let's not neglect it. Let's get it. Mm -hmm. Get wisdom. Get understanding. Mm -hmm. And then the next instruction, forget it not. Once you get it, don't forget it. (laughs) Amen. Don't set it aside, but be a doer of that wisdom you get. It says, neither decline from the words of my mouth. Forsake her not, and she shall preserve thee. Love her, and she shall keep thee. So we see this, that wisdom will protect us. Wisdom, when we act in wisdom, it will cause us to be held safe. When God protects us, one way he protects us is he gives us wisdom. And it's up to us to walk in that wisdom. Verse 7 says this, wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom. And with all thy getting, get understanding. Exalt her or exalt wisdom and she shall promote thee. Look at that. That wisdom will promote us into more. Yes, yes. It'll promote us out of something and promote us into something also. Amen. It says, she shall bring thee to honor when thou dost embrace her. In other words, make it a lifestyle to live by the, the words of wisdom, the flow of wisdom. Um, I want us to see this, that when it says in verse eight, that wisdom will promote you. Um, the wisdom of God will promote us into God's best. It'll promote us into God's plan for our life. How many of you know that God has a plan for your life and it's the wisdom of God to walk out that plan? It's a lack of wisdom to veer from that plan. But the wisdom of God will lead you into the plan of God for your life so that we walk accurately. We live accurately. We live on course. But not only will wisdom promote us into God's best and into God's plan for our life, wisdom will will promote us out of 
a test. Now that's huge. I don't know about you, but that's huge to know that. That if we'll follow the wisdom of God, gain the wisdom of God for our situation, that by following that wisdom, it will be our exit road out of a test. Amen. Um, We know this, that it says... um, Well, let's go ahead and read James chapter one and verse two. James chapter one, verse two says this, my brethren count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptations, knowing this, that the trying of your faith worketh patience, Mm -hmm. but let patience have her perfect work that you may be perfect or mature. Talking about spiritually mature Mm -hmm. and entire wanting nothing. Or one translation says lacking in nothing. Verse five says, if any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God. So here he goes from talking about tests and trials. Then he goes on to talking about asking God for wisdom. So when you're faced with a test or trial, don't leave God out. Ask him, what is, what is the wisdom I need for this situation? If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God. Now notice, remember what Proverbs says that wisdom will promote us. So wisdom will promote us out of that test and trial if we hear what God has to say to us at that point of need. That's right. So if any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God that giveth to all men liberally and upbraideth not and it shall be given him, but let him ask in faith, nothing wavering. So we see this uh, wisdom is not something we receive automatically. We have to ask for it. Not only do we have to ask for it, we have to release our faith that God gives us the wisdom we need. Mm-hmm. We were saying this in previous episodes, but it's so important for you to get hold of is don't, when you're faced with something, don't face it with these words in your mouth. I don't know what to do. Right. I, don't, I just yes. don't know what to yes. do. Yes. No, wisdom is in you. Yes. The greater one is in you. He will make known to you. Ask him what to do. Don't say, I don't know what to do. Amen. Amen. Haven't you ever noticed when you say, I don't know what to do, you feel more overwhelmed? It just seems to pile on you more and more, that sense of being overwhelmed or feeling overwhelmed. Um, That's because when we say words like, I don't know what to do, that's the devil's invitation. Because we've turned away from remembering who's in us. We've turned away from drawing on the wisdom of God when we make statements like that. So we have to catch ourselves. Listen, we've all been tempted to say it, but we have to catch ourselves and say, wait a minute, the wisdom of God's in me. The greater one is in me. I will know what to do. And I'm asking of God and he always gives me what I ask. Amen. Amen. On the previous episode, I was talking about something that there was a test and I, I want to just refer to it briefly so we can go further in instructing. But there was a test that kept recurring. And I know this, that when the enemy threatens you with something, you answer it. Yes. Well, with this test, this, th- this threat he was suggesting, I would answer it and it would stand back, but I could tell that that thing wouldn't leave. It was still like in the room. It wasn't attached necessarily, but it was present. Mm-hmm. And every time I would give a general answer of the word, that it would stand back, but in a few days it'd come back. Mm-hmm. And then it was all this back and forth. It would come back and I'd answer it with the word. And then it would go back and forth. And you say, well, if you answered it with the word, why did it not leave? Well, I gave a general answer. Right. 
Right. I did not know the specifics of why that test was coming. Mm-hmm. I didn't know the specifics of what answer, so I gave a general answer. Mm-hmm. And there are, there are scriptures that real, really generally answer many different needs in our life. Right. 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 One of them is, and this is what I would say, I'd say, no weapon formed against me will prosper. Right. Yeah. Well, see, that's true. Yeah. And that would work for many different arenas. Yes. But for this particular test, I recognized I'm giving this general answer, but I'm not really getting past mm-hmm. as I ought yeah. to yeah. this 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 opposition. And um, uh, on, on, after several times of that that threatening suggestion coming, and I got ready to answer it again. This is maybe like the fourth or fifth time I've been dealing with this. Mm-hmm. And um, before I gave the answer, the word of the Lord came to me. The Holy Ghost spoke up and said this. He said to me, um, ask me about that opposition. Mm-hmm. Now see, I wouldn't discuss that test with God because I don't want to give attention to it. Yeah. That was what I was thinking because, you know, how does the devil get, how does he get into people's thought lives? They give him attention. So I've learned when the enemy is threatening something, don't give it your attention. But what it was doing was there was something I needed to attend to regarding that and I wasn't attending to it. Now, let let me tell you, go on with the story, then that will clarify that statement. So uh, the Spirit of God spoke to me and said, ask God about that test. Mm -hmm. So I did. I said, Father, what about that test? Because normally I wouldn't have, I, didn't, I don't want to turn it over in my thought life. Right, right. I don't want to give it place, so I wasn't asking him. And when I did that, the Lord spoke back to me and said, the devil is attacking to you about that offering that you gave because he doesn't want you to release your faith for the harvest on it. Yeah. So what was it? The devil was getting me, if I could say this, sidetracked by saying you shouldn't have given that offering. You shouldn't have given that offering. You shouldn't have given that offering. Mm-hmm. I just answered. I'm going to, I gave that offering. I'm glad I gave that offering. Amen. I don't question giving the offering, but I was answering that. Well, but the whole, but God gave me further wisdom. Yeah. Yeah. Now see, I had, I had the wisdom of the word in the sense, no weapon formed against me will prosper. Mm-hmm. Know this, to get specific wisdom, you at least have to employ first the general wisdom. Yes. Yes. By employing what the word said, then God could give me something further to answer that was more specific to my need. Yes. Amen. But if we're not even giving the general answer right. of the word, then how, how do we know we're not in position really to receive even further wisdom if we're not even acting on the wisdom we already have? That's true. Amen. The word is wisdom. Yes. Amen. So um, the word works, yes. but in that situation, when I gave a general answer, it set me up to receive further wisdom, yes. a more specific answer. Yes. So what I, because I didn't want to give notice or place to the threat of the enemy, I wasn't even talking to God at all about that offering. Mm-hmm. Right. I thought just avoid the whole subject. Right. And so God gave me a specific answer. What was it? Further wisdom that I needed in the face of that test. Yes. So God said to me, the devil is attacking you about that offering you gave because he doesn't want you to release your faith for the harvest. Now, when I gave, 
when I gave that offering, I released my faith. But you see, we have to stay in faith, yeah. right? Yes. And I wasn't being mindful. There's a harvest coming for me. Mm-hmm. Because if I would touch that thought in that offering in my mm-hmm. thought life, then the mm-hmm. devil would try to threaten me. You shouldn't have given that offering. You shouldn't have given that, you know. Right. And then he would try to, if I could say this, put the negative spin on it, mm-hmm. the fear spin on it. Yes. And I was taking my stand against that fear one way. I was answering it, but then I, I wouldn't touch it in my thought life. Well, God wanted me to touch the harvest in my thought life. He didn't want me to touch the threat of the enemy in my thought life. Yes. Yes. Now, see, there's the difference. Uh-huh. Right. So then when God said to me, the devil, it does, he's threatening you about that because he doesn't want you to release your faith for the harvest. So what did I do? Now I knew why that was coming and I knew what to say. I had a more specific answer. What's that mean? I had further wisdom. So now I didn't just say no weapon formed against me. I said this. I said, I release my faith for the harvest. I release my faith for, for the harvest. And now I know why that came. He's trying to block me from using my faith for the harvest. So when I said, Father, I thank you for my harvest. I released my faith for the harvest. That spirit that had been trying to trouble me left the room. He wasn't anymore just standing back. He left. He left. Why? Because further wisdom came. And wisdom is the principal thing. Once you get wisdom, that's the foremost thing you need whenever you're faced with opposition with a test. Amen. So opposition failed because of God's wisdom. When the wisdom of God shows up, when you put the wisdom of God in your mouth, uh, opposition will fail every time. Amen. 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 So I say this, if you're standing, if you're standing on a certain scripture, or scriptures. And it seems like maybe your maybe that opposition is standing back, but it's, it just stays in the room. It stays, if I could say this, in proximity. Then look to God for more, for further wisdom. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. Because possibly you need more specific yes. answers. Yes. Amen. Not just a general answer, but a more specific answer. I love something that Sister Gloria Copeland says. She makes this statement, if you're doing all you know to do and you're still not progressing, then evidently you just need to know more. Well, that's what God says. If you lack wisdom, ask. If you you realize I I need to know something more about this, ask God. He'll give it to you. Amen. Amen. That's what he did for me. Now go with me to Mark chapter five. Mark chapter five and verse six. It reads, and when he saw Jesus afar off, he ran and worshiped him and cried with a loud voice and said, what have I to do with thee, Jesus, thou son of the most high God? I adjure thee by God that thou torment me not. Now notice this. This is about the mad, what we would call the madman of Gadara mm-hmm. that Jesus set free, right? Yes. He was living among the tombs. He was cutting himself. He was, uh, he was tormented of the enemy. Mm-hmm. And Jesus shows up and this is what happens when Jesus arrives. He comes to him and he says, I adjure thee by God that thou torment me not. That's not the man speaking. That's the, the devils right. in the man mm-hmm. speaking through the man. Right. And yes. verse eight, for Jesus had said, come out of the man, thou unclean spirit. Now notice this. Well, let's go and read verse nine. And he asked, what is thy name? And he answered saying, my name is Legion for we are many. Now notice this. 
what we see is Jesus had come out of the boat. He came to the other side of the lake. This madman from Gadara meets him and says those evil spirits in him saying, torment us not, don't cast us out. And it said, because Jesus had said, come out of the man. Mm -hmm. So notice when the man comes up to Jesus and he's of course tormented, Jesus gave a command, come out of the man, but he didn't. Yeah. You say, but he didn't. So what did Jesus do? He gave a general answer. Come out. That's a general answer. He didn't come out. So what did he do? He now asked for the specifics. What's your name? Now he's, he recognizes when a general command is not obeyed, I need something specific. Yes. Right. I need a specific answer. So he said, what is your name? My name is Legion for we are many. And then he was able to cast him out. Why? Because he had the wisdom to deal with him, say, come out. But then whenever that did not obey him as it ought, then he needed further wisdom. He needed to know something further and he asked his name. Now, Jesus, in one time that Dad Hagen had a vision when Jesus um, appeared to him, he talked to him about this passage. And he said, I had said to the spirit, come out of the man. And he said, when he didn't, I knew I needed to know his name. And he said, that's why I asked him, what is your name? So Jesus needed not just something general. He needed something more specific. And when he got the specifics of his name, then that spirit was called out by name, by name. name. He didn't come out with a general call. He, he needed, he, he came out when his name was called and Jesus said, I had to know his name. He said, sometimes, now this is what Jesus told brother Hagen in this vision. He said, sometimes to deal with certain things, you have to know their name or their number. Talking about calling out demons. Mm-hmm. He said, right. not every time, but sometimes. Right. Yes. Right. Amen. Yes. Did that's you get good. that? Yes. He said, that's why I asked for his name. Why? Evidently, further wisdom from God came to Jesus. Mm-hmm. You need his name. Yes. So Jesus said, what's your name? Yes. Right. Yes. Amen. And then he cast him out. Mm-hmm. So what do we know this? Sometimes faith needs something more specific yes. than something general. But notice what Jesus did. He employed the general that he knew and then further specifics came. God told him, you're going to need to know his name. Mm -hmm. And so he acted on further. So you say, Pastor Nancy, I don't know the specifics. Well, at least do the general. Do the general. Do what you do know. And what you need to know will come when you're doing all that you do know. Now listen to that. That is very critical because many times people are saying, well, I don't know what to do. Then just do what you do know. If you'll do everything you do know, then God will give you further specifics of what you need to know. That's what Jesus did. He did what he knew. He told that evil spirit come out. And when it did not obey as it ought, then God said, you need his name. So Jesus said, what's your name? That's what he told Brother Hagen in that vision of why he asked that Mm -hmm. of that evil spirit. What is your name? Amen. Amen. So if I say this to you, if you're finding yourself dealing repeatedly Mm 
with the same thing over and over and not making progress, you need to know further wisdom. Yes. Amen. You need something yeah. more specific. Yeah. Ask God. Amen. Ask him. Yes. At least do all you know to do of the word, but then ask God, mm-hmm. what do I need to know further? Amen. 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 Um, does that help you? Yes. Does it help? It helped me. Oh, it yes. was it was part of my help for that that opposition that I was facing regarding that offering I had given. Now, Acts chapter 16, we see something here. Acts chapter 16. And verse 16, we'll start reading. It's about this girl with the spirit of divination. It says, and it came to pass as we went to prayer that a certain damsel possessed with the spirit of divination met us, which brought her masters much gain by soothsaying. The same followed Paul and us and cried saying, these men are the servants of the most high God, which show unto us the way of salvation. And this did she many days. Look at this, but Paul being grieved. He turned around and said to the spirit, I command thee in the name of Jesus Christ to come out of her. And he came out the same hour. Now let's look at this. This girl is following Paul is there and the others that are traveling with Paul. And as they're going through the city, she's just calling out to the general public. Mm -hmm. These men are servants of the most high God. Is it true? It's true. What's wrong with that? Nothing wrong with that. Those are the right words. They are servants of the most high God. Then she's saying this, which show unto us the way of salvation. Is that right? Mm-hmm. It's right. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. But notice this, it grieved Paul. Yes. Mm-hmm. Why? It was right words in a wrong one's mouth. Mm-hmm. It was a wrong spirit yes. giving yes. those words to her. Mm-hmm. Yes. Right words, wrong spirit. spirit. Amen. Something can sound right, but be from the wrong place. I said something can sound right, but be from the wrong place. Notice this. The devil can say the right words, but he's the wrong source. Resist him. Resist him. Why did Paul put up with it for many days? Now notice this. It said in verse 18, and this did she many days. But Paul, being grieved, turned around and said to the Spirit, when did he say it? After many days. Why did he wait many days? Because he needed further wisdom. He needed, what was the further wisdom? He needed actually a gift of the Spirit. He needed the discerning of spirits to know this is not just her. This is a spirit speaking through her. He needed the discerning of spirits and that's a gift of the spirit and he can't do it at will. He had to wait for the gift of the spirit to go into operation. What was that? Further wisdom. wisdom. Amen. Amen. And then when he had further wisdom, then he spoke to it and it changed. That girl was set free. You understand that? So um, if, if you're in a situation and you're doing all you know to do, nothing's changing, guess what? You're, you're, you're a candidate for further wisdom. Amen. Amen. Now, um, for our faith to get its, uh, results many times, sometimes we have to be more specific than we're being. That's right. Now listen to me with faith. Sometimes we have to be more specific Mm -hmm. than we're being. Sometimes we're being too general. Mm -hmm. Um, 
I love the story of one minister who lived in a, another country. This was years and years ago. And he just heard the word of faith message and started believing God. He had just started pastoring a church. And um, the, the city he lived in was so congested with cars and vehicles. It was so difficult to move around that for him to go and visit his congregation members and go to his church services, he really didn't want a car. He wanted a bicycle because that was the best way to navigate that city. And so he had heard the faith message and he decided, I'm going to believe God for a bicycle. So he prayed one day and he said, Father, I ask you for a bicycle. And by faith, I receive the bicycle I need. Now see, is he using his faith? Yes. yes. Is he scriptural? Yes. yes. Why? God will supply all your needs. Right. And after several months, he goes back to God and he says, God, several months ago, I asked for a bicycle and I, I haven't received it yet. It hasn't shown up yet. And he said, it takes hours a day for me to walk to the places I have to go. I want to know why it's not working. Now notice this, he's doing what James said, ask God. If you need wisdom, ask. So he asked God. Instead of just doing the same thing that's not getting the result, ask God. Evidently you need further wisdom. Did he act on wisdom? Yes, he did, but evidently he needed further wisdom. So when he said to God, how come I'm not receiving the bicycle? And God said to him, you never told me what kind you wanted. <laughs> Listen to that. God wanted him to have what he wanted. What was God waiting for? Specifics of his faith. Yeah. And he said, all right, I want a red Schwinn bicycle. And within two days, that red Schwinn bicycle was given to him. Sometimes we think being more specific makes it harder for God when it really makes our faith work more accurately. Oh, Many times we're too general and wondering why things aren't showing up. Let me ask you this. Remember, remember at creation, God didn't just say everything be. <laughs> he didn't. That's general. He took it one by one, day by day, how specific it was, he was. He said, let there be light or light be. Then on two, day two, he said, let there be firmament. And then on day three, dry lands and plants. Day four, God created the sun, the moon, and the stars. Day five, water and sky animals. Day six, land animals and man were created. What's that mean? For God to get what he wanted at creation, he, could, he didn't just say everything be. Right. Yeah. If you're believing God for healing, don't just say, I believe God for everything. Mm-hmm. Be specific. Yes. Thank you, Father, that my arm works. Yes. Thank you, Father, that my neck works right. Yes. Thank you that my leg works right. Yes. Thank you that my liver works right. Yes. Be specific. Yes. Faith is specific. Amen. And if you'll be more specific, you'll get greater results. Amen. Why? When you're specific, that's the wisdom of God, <laughs> that you just be more and more specific rather than just being general. Amen. Amen. Be specific with your faith. Many times if people are too general, it's a sign they're generally not believing too much. But if we'll be specific, we know exactly what we're believing for and we're, we're, we're firm about it. Amen. Well, you don't want to miss next time. We're going to continue along this line. And until next time, remember this, Jesus is the healer. God bless you. To watch or listen to today's message and other messages by Nancy Dufresne, visit DufresneMinistries.org. In Nancy Dufresne's classic book, The Greatness of God's Power, she teaches how God wants us to know His power that is in our direction. It belongs to us. 
We cannot live the life God authored for us without His power. Order this book now at DufresneMinistries.org. On this CD, Confessions of Healing, Nancy Dufresne begins by briefly teaching on how to speak God's Word to release the faith that's in your heart. Then she begins to lead in confessions for healing from the Scriptures, allowing time for the listener to repeat them after her. If you or someone you know is in need of healing, this CD will be a blessing to you. Order today at DufresneMinistries.org. If you need prayer, please call our prayer line. We have trained ministers on staff who are ready to agree with you for your miracle. We trust you've enjoyed this message. Visit us at DufresneMinistries.org to learn of our upcoming meetings, share your testimony, submit a prayer request, or visit our online store. Thank you to the friends and partners of Dufresne Ministries for making this production possible.